Hello and welcome to All Things HR, a podcast series about, you guessed it, all things HR. My name is Barry Hughes and you're welcome to episode 6 of the podcast series. Today we're talking about managing difficult conversations in the workplace. I'm really excited because we're joined by a guest who is Owen Tracy. Uh, Owen is here to share his wisdom and thoughts on managing those difficult conversations. So just a quick background on who Owen is before I, I get him to, 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 to speak here. Owen is currently the Group Financial Controller for a property development company. Before that, Owen worked at Indeed. Um, he's worked at Grand Thornton and Accenture. And Owen has been managing people for over seven years. So Owen, you're very welcome to the podcast series. Thanks, Thanks. for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, really excited to hear your thoughts. Um, I know we've worked together at Indeed. Uh, so I've seen you have these difficult conversations mm-hmm. over the over the, the time we were working together. But also you've been a great supporter of the podcast series and a great friend to me. So and you've no doubt and definitely over those years you've had uh, difficult conversations with me too. <laughs> Just one or two. Yeah. So Owen, how do you go about preparing for these difficult conversations? I think for me, a lot of the time I can kind of practice a lot of it in my head in advance as I, I prepare for it and I'm trying to make my points and then mm. I'll kind of go well if I was the individual what would I say to this and then I kind of have not so much a counter argument but I would have try and have some sort of a response in my head for specific yeah. um, points that they might make so that we can okay. have a, an open conversation okay okay so so in those type of conversations, Owen, I like. I suppose let's narrow it down. Is we're not talking about here performance improvement plans or mm-hmm. redundancies. They're obviously very difficult conversations, and we will tackle them in different episodes. But in this scenario, you're kind of talking about maybe, as you say, having giving somebody some feedback in their work. And I suppose like what you just said there is none of these conversations are ever easy. So you're kind of over, you're kind of playing it out in your head what someone's going to say to you. Yep, overanalyzing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like a good thing because I suppose you're preparing a script in your head how you're going to talk to that individual and potential responses. Mm-hmm. So when you've kind of gotten the, the your kind of thoughts ready and most likely, I assume with examples as well for that individual, is it? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Like if, if, it's a, if it's a specific type of feedback, I'd have um, preparation done in advance of you know this example here specifically or that specific point yeah. or if it's to do with um, some physical work and reviewing that physical work and yeah. um, that would be kind of the focal point okay okay I like that and I like that um, but are you the type of manager that would do it like let's say if you saw like you know piece of work comes into you there and then you know it's not right or there's something mm-hmm. wrong with it. would you deal with it there and then or you put it off to the next one one on one Um, it can it can depend I think when I first started I suppose I would have been quite reactive and yeah. um, through open feedback with um, people that I would have worked with who might have reported into me, um, that wasn't necessarily appreciated. That um, I could be a bit overheated or a bit stressed at the time if there were deadlines. So depending on the point, it yeah. might be something that can be done in a con- in a conversational one to one on a review aspect. But if it's specific work that we needed to do now. Um, for a deadline by close of business today I might tackle it there and then and just do it in a, in a in a quick we need to get it done and change it this way but then the full review process of what I felt might have gone wrong with them okay I would do separate in a one-to-one okay okay I like that I like that because I like the approach of you dealing with there and then because particularly if it's time sensitive most of mm-hmm. our work is time sensitive but I like the way then you take time separately to unpack it with an individual in that one-on-one kind of a bit more space and, and when you're in that, that situation let's say that one-on-one or even the yeah. the live feedback piece is 
do you give an opportunity for that person to respond to the, the kind of comment or feedback you're giving? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think it has to be a two-way conversation. Like, we're not in school here. It's, yeah. it's an office. We're both adults. And yeah. there could be reasons they might want to explain something. Or I might be wrong in my understanding on the on the point as well. Yeah. And I think that's very, very important, certainly for my relationship with, with a team, is that it's open feedback on both sides. And they can explain their point or where they felt it might have gone wrong or if they didn't understand that it went wrong. Yeah. So... Yeah I, like, yeah, I like that. So you, there's an opportunity for that individual to grow and ask questions and explore it, but challenge it in a safe, respectful way. Totally, totally, yeah. yeah. Well, at least that's what I, 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 that's what I would aspire to be. Obviously, there might be occasions where that might not work out successfully, yeah. but it is. The whole, for me, um, managing people is like mentoring people, yeah. and you're, you're not bringing people in to chastise them over a mistake made. You're bringing them in to go, here is where the mistake was how did we get to that mistake and how do we move on to not let that happen again yeah it's a growing learning process which is what we do that's what i think is the safer approach to have yeah on obviously task orientated yeah. feedback that has to be given obviously there's a different conversation to be had if it is continuous yeah i, I like that because individuals are growing and evolving and, and for for them to be successful and for your team to be successful you need to give feedback to people managing those difficult conversations to give that feedback so an individual can learn and grow absolutely and i think specifically for accountants um yeah. we are brought in as trainees we learn our the point of our job is to learn so if you're not prepared to um deal with people who might make a mistake who might make the mistake two or three times and how best to do that then I think it's managing and mentoring accountants isn't really the right path for you on that. Yeah. Yes, there are deadlines. Yes, there are um, tight deadlines a lot of the time for accountants. But the whole point of it is you're learning your trade. Yeah. And these are people that need someone to show them how to do it, to guide them and to encourage them, like yeah. any environment. Yeah, no, I like that. And that's interesting as well, the environment piece you mentioned there. So just if you don't mind, I suppose when you're thinking about like you've worked as I said like you're in a in a property development organization very different type of culture mm -hmm. you know you worked in we both worked in indeed yeah um you worked at grand thornton like a lot of big firms um very successful firms so oh when you're sitting down to plan your difficult conversation with that individual so let's say it's around that subject of feedback are you looking at the or in your mind is it the company culture or values coming into kind of your thought process as well um, to a point it would um, obviously working for a multinational company it's very different than working for an Irish house builder with 20 employees the formalities are not the same but the core of who I am does remain the same and open and honest feedback for me is key at all times now that's interesting because I, I, you as an individual your core beliefs are around being open and honest and I think that that, that makes you I would imagine a very good manager as well because you're 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 comfortable giving feedback to to your team but also learning yourself as well as you give feedback you're learning and, and evolving to make sure that um those difficult conversations aren't always so difficult so i think that's an it's an interesting core value that you have as an individual yeah i think it, it, it's like any relationship whether it be a professional or a personal relationship the more honest the feedback is and open on a two-way street not just a one-way street and um, the more successful that relationship is going to be yeah. and um, honesty and openness is always going to work and and that's key when you first become a manager you don't know how to manage people mm. you 
don't know if how you're doing things is going to work you think it will but then again it might not yeah so you have to listen to your team as well and that's why the two-way feedback regardless of whether or not it's comfortable for either party yeah. it is really really important because it's the only way i can improve yeah. is if i am able to adjust myself to work better with um with each employee no employee is the same yeah yeah, and it's so true. Uh, each person that sits in front of us, um, like you and I here, we're very different people. But I, I like, I like the the th- that approach that you have as a manager. It's it's refreshing, um, because you know I'm at this a long time myself. Uh, you know, in the HR area, and a lot of managers can shy away from conversations, um, and they will leave it to the review period or leave it to a one on one, and that's where these things then escalate up and they t- turn into an even more difficult conversation. Yeah. Or the conversation doesn't take place at all. And the individual doesn't find out uh, that they're doing something wrong maybe until as i said the review period which could be once a year so that's, yeah. I, I i you know i know i keep saying that i like it but i really do i, I find that, that approach you have a refreshing and uh, that's why i'm hoping a lot of the managers listening into this podcast series particularly first-time managers yeah it's damn hard but give it a go try it and you'll make mistakes but you'll learn from them and you got to be open and honest with yourself to learn from them so that, um, thanks for that and appreciate the honesty yeah no problem so we heard from Owen Tracy there who was giving us great insights into how to approach those difficult conversations and what I wanted to do is just take a moment because a lot of our difficult conversations now are taking place virtually you know via Zoom or Google Hangout or whatever the platform is your company is using and I think it's important these conversations can seem a little bit more difficult now in this virtual setting. So my advice and my own experience over this year is when you do see something that is, um, you know, not up to your standard of, of, of your work in your team or there's particular behavior that's not appropriate for your team or your organization, do address it. So my advice is to reach out to that individual via, via you know, email or instant messaging within your organization. Set up a conversation via Zoom. And like Owen said, have thought out what you're going to say. So think about, um, use examples, you know, so you're framing the conversation, outline what you expect from that individual, but also make sure there's space for that individual to explain their their way of um, why they approach that situation in that way or why their behavior was that way. I think it's important that an individual has an opportunity to respond and give their insight because maybe there is something happening in the background that you're unaware of. So that's important to know. So giving space to that individual to ask questions and to follow up and for them to give insight into why they've approached something. It may not be correct or right, but you're letting that person have their voice heard. And then I think if if the response or the answer that individual gets or gives you, I beg your pardon, gives you, isn't appropriate, do say, look, well, this is what I expect from the team. This is what I expect from you and your role. And this is what I expect going forward. And I think setting out that expectation, the why, the how, the where, and the, all that kind of good stuff will help the conversation be fruitful. If the conversation is, um, you know, verging on something very difficult, like something like maybe potential, um, you potential bullying or potential, um, you know, inappropriate conversations in the workplace, do run it past your HR person. Um, if you have one in your organization, if you don't have HR within your organization, reach out to another manager and kind of sound out 
you know, look, I'm going to have this conversation. This is what I'm going to say. This is how I'm thinking of approaching it. It's good to, sh- to kind of soundboard these conversations with someone else to get perspective. So that's important. But I think the other thing to take away is, you know, I'm at this a long time and I've had these difficult conversations with peers, you know, managing my own team and, and managing up as well those difficult conversations. They're not always easy, okay? And I think that's a f- an important thing to acknowledge as well. And, and they don't always get easy, as you know, some people say, as you practice, these things get easier. They don't, well, my experience, they certainly don't get easier, but you certainly get better at knowing when and how to have those conversations. When is the timing right to have it? Maybe what's the right way to open up these conversations? So the thing is not to be too hard on yourself. You are going to make mistakes. People are going to be, you know, slightly upset. But I think it's the, the best thing you could do for yourself, for the individual, for your team, for your organization is not to shy away from that conversation. That's the, possibly the worst thing you could do. Um, so my advice is do tackle the conversations, but just give space for yourself to think think through what you're going to say don't over prepare don't over script it but do have examples in your head and kind of be prepared for a response that may not be you know in total agreement of what you're saying so just be prepared and and then give space and then do maybe allow um, an opportunity to follow up in a couple of days um, depending on the subject uh, maybe check in in your next one-to-one with that individual and see how they're feeling and what they thought of that feedback that you gave them so that's that's it for episode six. I hope you really enjoyed listening to both myself and Owen uh, talk about this subject. Uh, again, thank you to Owen Tracy for giving up his time to talk about managing difficult conversations. I greatly appreciate it. And I know you, the listener, will have found the conversation fruitful and useful. So we're coming to the end of uh, season one of All Things HR. The next episode will be out in two weeks' time. And that is where I'm actually going to be talking about how from my own tips as a manager closing out the year what kind of tips do you need to finish off with your team uh, planning ahead for 2020 so it's kind of closing off the year and planning for 2020 with your team and i thank you again for tuning into all things hr and i hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and special thank you to kieran hughes for editing all things hr